0: And welcome to episode four hundred and twenty-eight of the Awesome Comics Podcast. The place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. My name is Vince Hunt. And joining me, as always, is the creator of the comic series Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. Hello. Everybody. But nothing else to say after
1: that. Do, do you, do you we,
0: need anything else to say, Dan? Do no. You don't need to say anything else.
1: But the script would dictate we had introduce our, our third script. Host.
0: How dare you! <laughs> Actually, the weird thing is the most obvious lines, like the the first couple of lines of this podcast, I've still got written out. Yeah, you'd think like after 420 plus episodes, it's ingrained in my brain. But you know, but episodes of Comic Book Chat. Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, obviously, it's just me and Dan this week. Yes,
1: just the two of us. Because well, sort of
0: Tony is out and about, and he's been doing some comic conventions in the US of A. Big hello to all our American listeners over there. Maybe he sounds like him.
1: he's having a fantastic time. Yes, I've got to say
0: he he also sounds like um, he's been talking nonstop and hasn't slept. So we had a chance to catch up with him, and uh, he's going to tell us about his journeys to Baltimore Comic Con and SPX fairly shortly. In fact, that will come pretty soon actually, mm. um, because uh, me and Dan we can. I mean, we do we talk to each other all the time, Dan? You know, just solitary staring Shoot into each shit. other's eyes. Uh, yeah, shit, shooting the shit. Um, <laughs> Two it's different not, takes on that. Um, um, yeah. Uh, maybe this relationship isn't what I thought it was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but i tell you what is what I think it is, and what I think it is is awesome, is our lovely sponsor, Comic House. Mm. Yes, if you listen to this show, you've heard us talk about them many times. Uh, well, every week, actually, because they're a sponsor. They are an indie comic marketplace with a difference, and they love indie comics as much as we do, and as much as you do out there. If you listen to this show you're obviously interested in not the, not necessarily the mainstream side of comics, making comics, indie comics, perhaps you create comics yourselves, and people like Comic House are the people you want to go to. If you can, on the Comic House website, if you self-publish, you can list your book on there, and it's another avenue to get your work out there into the world, and people have an app, option to buy hard copies. If you've got digital copies of your comic, they also have an app, or if you like reading digital comics, as I do, that's where I get a lot of my comic content right same. now. Same, same. Um... And if you go to comichouse.com, there's a featured selection on the site that's being added to all the time. Dan, what's on there at the moment?
1: We've got the, the Long Game by Carrington and Samar. I'd recommend that from Hardline Comics. That's a fantastic read. We've got Phantoms of the Lake. Uh, we've got Section 12, Flashback, Issue 1. And a whole host of other titles, including stuff by us. You can all, all be found on the uh, Comic House app.
0: Indeed. Uh, creations by all of the uh, people that have been on this show. Um, uh, well, the host this show as well as a lot of past guests Mm. um, current guests, future guests all kinds of guests got a bit timey-wimey there Um, (laughs) but if if you've got digital uh, books instead of them gathering dust on a hard drive upload them to comic house and uh, basically for £3 a month or whatever your currency is in the world you get access to all of those comics and more and there's a 14D 14D I'm obsessed with you, Back Dan. That's D&D, yeah. yeah. Uh, to find out more and start your 14-day <laughs> free trial, go to comichouse.com. And thank you to them as always for sponsoring Cheers. the show. Yeah,
1: I'd say, you, like, if you've got a, a PDF of your comic knocking around and you want to get it in front for a few more eyeballs, it can't hurt to put it on Comic House. There's no loss.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, while we're here, we're just going to say it straight, from the, straight at the front now. Um, if you're um, like an an artist or an indie comic creator um this show is and very much indie comics itself is is very much it's a community business Mm. um especially when you step away from big corporations and stuff it's completely community community business and you have to sort of cultivate that community and help it thrive and everyone helps each other up etc etc and uh the acp has a little bit of a community. And uh, there's a drink and draw coming soon, and there, we we want to say yes. this right from the front, just in case we get carried away chatting and it's like the last thing we mention it. Completely <laughs> before forget we hang it. Up. Yeah, yeah. So so be this
1: now. this Friday, fifteenth uh, uh, of September. Usually kick off about seven seven thirty. The details will be on Twitter or on the Slack group. It's usually hosted by uh, this this chucklehead, uh, the Tom wonderful Curry. Tom Curry. Yeah. Uh, pop along. You can drink. You can draw. You can do neither. You can. Laugh jokes, tell, laugh at jokes, tell jokes, whatever you want to do. But usually, we just get together, uh, draw, talk about our stuff, uh, every self, and we'll, we'll have a look at what each other's working on. And it's generally really nice, friendly answer. If you're kind of like a, a small indie creator or just a fan of comics or like listening to the show, pop along and you get to listen to interact with us in real time, as it were. And then, many, many other small press and indie creators. If you've got questions about like, process or anything that's a fantastic place to ask it yeah
0: yeah because that like one chat could lead to a 20-minute conversation about pens i mm. know because i have yeah, yeah yeah um i mean if if you're an artist that you've got for stationery, probably i know i do
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's just constant fucking turnover i i saw one thing this week uh, maybe we should leave it for after chat for uh, after the Tony thought, we'll come back to it. But uh, Procreate are releasing a new standalone app. Have you seen this?
0: Really? No, go
1: it's on. An, it's an animation app re- re- in the same vein as the, the drawing one for iPad. And you pay like a one-off fee of like $15 or $20, and you've got it for life. And it's all about uh, animating. So it seems like what they've done for bringing like a, an adobe style app to the tablet now they bring bringing like a, a an animation after effects type thing to uh the ipad pro so
0: interesting i wonder how, yeah. how they've uh sort of what that's gonna be like in terms of like technology and stuff um
1: i did have a look at like the you know the demonstration video hmm. and it's like well it's relatively it's like you've got a timeline with like yeah. different segments and stuff so it may be a nice nice thing to or good thing to look into
0: yeah certainly and comics and animation are very much in the same family
1: Prison buddies yeah. yeah
0: yeah especially uh, hand drawn animation i don't know about you but that's that's i
1: prefer that totally there's a kind yeah. of there's a, a, an energy and life in it that yeah. is often missing with 3d stuff i yeah. find
0: and uh, you know there's the, the, something i i think that like western audiences um very much, you know, we get, have the 3D animation, the 3D movies, etc. Um, but you you go on like any streaming service or, or Netflix, there's so much anime, isn't there? Mm, Good, yeah. Just, just the quality of work.
1: And you go back uh, to the old uh, the Ghibli films when they were hand drawn yeah. and stuff. It's like Akira, yeah a saying, oh, That's yeah. just an absolute standout of
0: yeah, yeah. Some uh, Ghost in the Shell. There are moments in Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, just like this, unbelievable what can be done when you pick up. Uh, i was about to say a pen and a pencil but it's a bit more than that i know i understand it's a bit more
1: yeah (laughs) i'm wondering just about the kind of the cross-pollinating stuff from procreate to that to animate do you know i mean i I mean i think i'll be getting the app just because fifteen dollars was fifteen dollars just to give it even if it's to play around and say well this ain't for me but just to sort of see see what it's like yeah yeah interesting
0: yeah but procreate's a great program that's the one i fucking
1: swear by i love it yeah it's brilliant i know
0: i I want to try clip studio at some point i've got it but i haven't sort of it was one of those you buy you know when you buy two books at the same time but one of them gets read and the other one gets put on yeah yeah it's it's that kind of thing
1: it took Uh, us a little time to make the jump to digital but like now since i took it i was like i don't know how i would have yeah yeah i'm getting that
0: itch though man I'm getting that itch to just do uh, some pen and ink sketches and stuff because I've... I've I've
1: gone back and penciled stuff when when I want to get stuff done quickly, like do that, and that is scratching that itch but with maybe a different pen, as it were. (laughs) We're going going back to the the old kind of pen and paper, real. Yeah,
0: Yeah. keeping it real. That's what we always do on this show, and we're going to continue to do that. So um, in a minute, uh, me and... Well, not in a minute, but... um, in a little while, me and Dan are going to talk some more about comics and recommend some comics and do some shout-outs. It's light and breezy this week. Yes. Um, well, Unlike- for us, but for someone else, they chose to wake up very early in the morning to talk about some comic conventions with us. So, uh, should we listen, Dan?
1: Yeah, take it away, Mr. Esmond.
0: Right, we've just got to start this off by saying, <laughs> what on earth are you doing awake at this time of the morning?
2: Just for you boys, I love you Amazing, it. did you hear it Everyone you, yeah. it we best,
0: love you. He must, <laughs> you he two, must be I tired Or medicated <laughs>
2: <laughs> because was, had... about, about three hours ago I was in a Japanese restaurant with Steve Laffer And Sam Arthurs, and shouting at people Because I thought it was funny And I got a bit of sleep and now I'm uh, in the hotel lobby With security eyeing me from a distance it, thinking, What's that fucking bloke doing swearing <laughs> down His Zoom <laughs> <balls?"> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh dear! But um, we're glad you're um, okay and having fun, Tony. Obviously, listeners, um, me and Dan have been seeing the classic candids over the past <laughs> couple of days of Tony yeah. Esmond on a, a convention escapade or expedition, as we'll probably call them from now on. Sex, sex, expedition. Right, girls come to my <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> Um, but, of course, yes, once again, you've been over to the States and uh, been enjoying Baltimore and SPX. So we're just going to – basically, we're going to let Tony have a sleep in a minute. But um, first, we demanded he got up and speak to us and so we could get some information um, before he could do anything else with the rest of his day. But um, So it was Baltimore first, right?
2: Yeah, so I thought I'd approach this to give you a little bit of information about each one yeah. and then you can decide – whether you want to attend or table, because they're very different fishes yeah. as well. Yeah. And this, one. The, Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and this is interesting. Obviously, we have a mostly UK listenership um, to see what these sort of conventions are, are like stateside and yeah. pot- potentially what they would be like if you lovely listeners went there as a creator or whatever. So, uh, yeah, so Tony's been uh, pounding the pavement and doing the hard <laughs> yeah. work. No, he's just been having fun, and he's going to tell us what it's like.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I has been such hard work researching for the pod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't a, a, a field trip paid for by the ACP. No,
2: coffers don't go that deep. Do no, they? no. Yeah. We,
0: can't, we can't afford a bloody multi pack of crisps. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> bottle of milk. The um, yeah, you're right, that man. It was it was Baltimore first. So I had planned to do um, just Baltimore actually, um, and it's. Uh, I, Al Henderson was telling me you got to do it. It's a great OA original art con. You know, mm. it's, it's real old school. So I Is thought that I'd how do that. So. Al,
0: Al had been there as like yeah. Al went there
2: a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. So he was he was saying oh it's a really good one. So I thought well that's, that's all right. So I fancy. I Always like to find new places, go to new places. You know. Yeah. So um, I came to Baltimore and literally just after I booked it, Sam from Nobrow said oh, I could really you're not you're not in you're not going to SPX because I could really do it with a hand. And I thought. Oh, that's funny, because it's the same weekend as Baltimore, which, is, to be fair, is a bit of a pain for a lot of people. I've heard mm. from a few people saying, why is it both the same weekend? And they're, they're only um, oh, half if an only, hour if, apart.
0: If, if only stuff like that happened in the UK. Oh, wait.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they're only half an hour apart in a cab mm. sort of thing. So I've oh, thought, that's all right. Oh, right. So Baltimore is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but SPX is Saturday, Sunday. So you know as well as I do, man. It's got to be an absolutely massive con for you to not do everything in a day yeah you know um unless there's some some event at that con you want to do so i met up with um my two convention buddies cliff and matt strott cliff cumber and matt strott who who have been a fucking dream i've been laughing all the time you know cliff's like um and strott is great company man um so we did baltimore and i've got to tell you i think it's probably just about my favorite american con that i've done so wow. far that's, yeah
0: that's interesting yeah. You, you've, you've seen a few i mean before we get into stuck into baltimore what are some of the other ones you've done apart from N new york comic-con because that's a different kettle of fish but you've done some yeah new york ones.
2: comic-con i've done i did i did the N. I did the um <clears throat> the, the ncs one in huntington beach i've done a few hotel cons in new york as well and i did this very small event in boston if well about 10 12 years ago as well so it's not i've done, not done masses over here um yeah. but i've done a few um and what the thing about Baltimore is it these two events that I've done are very different um for those wanting to attend Baltimore is much more old school comics um with this with an interesting small press area as well which I've picked up loads of stuff which I'll probably talk about in the upcoming weeks but uh, it's so first off when you get to Baltimore um we walked in and all the all the the volunteers I guess were like super chatty you know some dude was talking to me about old EC Comics, and I'd only met him like, two minutes. I'd only asked him where the end of the line was and ended up getting in this massive conversation with him, you know. Um, and he was saying, oh, you, you can go in the line, but it's quite short at the moment. You might as well go and get a bite to eat. This is a great diner down the road. and You get all that off them, you know. It's nice. Okay. Um, and um, we kind of knew uh, the people on the front door by the end of it. You know, Cliff's, Cliff's, Cliff and very chatty, you know, so we got chatting to these people, which I think is really nice, having that sort of, SPX has been similar, but in different mm. ways. Um, and then when you get, I paid for a VIP for um, Baltimore, it's, which is not super expensive. It's only, it's not much more than a normal ticket, but it gets you in half an hour early. Um, and I got to basically grab hold of a few creators who I was desperate to meet without having to queue up. You know, um, first off was Howard Chaykin, um, who you know, a massive Chaykin fan. Um, and I'd, I'd sort of spoken to him very briefly on occasions before, but never had a chance to talk to him. And um, so I thought, right, I'm going to use this time. And he was there, he was at his table, sort of setting up. So I bought some art from him, um, uh, which was very reasonable, to be fair. I posted that in the Slack, probably people have seen. And then we ended up chatting. And we ended up chatting for about 20 minutes about Shakespeare, he's like very well read, <laughs> Shakespeare. Yeah, and we had like this long conversation about St. Crispin's Day speech and why who who was our favourite Richard the Third, and it was just marvelous. It was like so I could, he, you know, I, I was sort of conscious of people standing behind me, so I shook his hand in order to do that. Oh, mate, it's been lovely. I've got, I'm going to leave you to the rest of your people, and he sort of just held my hand and just kept talking. You know, it's <laughs> one so of those sort of things. Like, you know, when you meet your heroes and they turn out to be all right? there's a bit of that. Yeah, That's
1: good. at least he was keeping you as
2: opposed to you keeping him. Yeah. You yeah what a lovely guy yeah, yeah um for everyone was walking past he would shout things at them about get me a bagel or something you know it's like he's it this sort of <laughs> got this sort of new <laughs> york thing going on you know it's funny but yeah yeah um and then the one that's probably interesting to you guys is i got to speak to david i don't know how you say it pepose, pepose, um pepose yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i think so it sounds that like probably that's probably about right um <clears throat> who's the new punisher writer yes um, he got a bit off me. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, yeah. I gave him our time. You challenged he, him
1: on a, on a few things.
2: I did, but in a friendly way. And yeah, he yeah he um, he. Me and him talked for a, a good twenty minutes. Um, and he was very chatty. He was he talked a lot about. Um, he said he he didn't know what was happening. Um, he had nothing to do with the previous Punisher series. I'm not certain whether, look, it had nothing to do with me because I was giving him a bit of our time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <It's>, oh, okay. <laughs> um, just holding his
1: hands up saying, look, mate, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, uh,
0: it, maybe he's going to get that a lot. Maybe that's something uh, he's already he, prepared or yeah, he's, I mean, he's heard.
2: The line was, dudes who look like us, man, with a, with a bag full of back issues to get signed. You know, it was that sort of stamp of a, not unlike... More, more female representation but a, a bit more like a comic mark cue almost the people at gotcha it's gone yeah. um and um he was showing me um a load of the new pages i'm oh, sorry mate my head switched to these what's the name of the dude Dave, uh, david
0: wachter, wachter david wachter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so he showed me a load of david
2: wachter's p- pages that had just come in he was showing me that and nice so think, and he was saying i said to him the thing i think you said it v when we had a big chat about it He's, he, he's, you he said the most important thing is he kills people. And I said, Right, tell me he kills people. And he goes, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 don't worry about that. He definitely <laughs> kills people. And then he showed me a load of, uh, a load of new art that are coming of people having been shot in the head. Great. <laughs> Just to prove it. That's a box ticked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I did yeah, have yeah. some
1: concerns when he was like, the picture to me, he's holding like laser guns or something. Mm. Like, oh, man, yeah. He, be, like stun he guns
2: and shit. Yeah, he said, We had to go that way because it's, you know, he's a ex shield agent and stuff. Um, he's, the bullet in the other interesting thing is i think this has come out in the the uh, the preview material but the, the he shoots you but if you don't die there's also a tracer in each bullet so he can track you down and then kill you
1: okay so i think
0: it's that's a really good idea yeah. it's like oh if you get away well, that's right i'll get you later <laughs>
2: yeah i like that you're forever f-u-c-k don't you <laughs> yeah, yeah I like um yeah but yeah really good um jury's still a bit out for me on that i have to say i'm gonna wait to see what the proof's in the pudding around that one mm. um, is that based on what you've seen or what after you speak spoke to the writer um yeah after i spoke to him i still think okay. i want to see he and i told him we we're going to have a chat about it when it comes out yeah and he says oh he says oh well, let me know and i'll have a listen so that'd be nice yeah, yeah. i mean i That's think we, cool. we all sort
1: of said we we're going to give it a fair shake and yeah see yeah. yeah yeah yeah. We'll see how it goes. Uh, uh,
0: yeah i mean i mean he came from like indie comics anyway um and i think recommended oh god i've forgotten the name of it now it, i kept mentioning it a couple of years ago the action the, the crime comedy action story about the shotgun wedding i believe it was
2: oh okay right yeah,
0: i think he was the writer of that for um, oh
2: oh yes i remember that when you really yeah. like that one didn't you yeah 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 right. yeah yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah and he's, he's written some fantastic
2: yeah he's comics, so. I, I enjoyed his savage savage avengers which obviously yeah. had punished the 29 and 9 in so yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So maybe that's why he's got it. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So yeah. So
0: high hopes for the comic.
2: Yeah. But we've just, uh, uh,
0: the proof is in the pudding, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah it
2: looks good, but let's see. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> bitter old comic fans that we are. Yeah. <laughs> Ra- random threats to comic writers: You better be good, my son, or I'll give giving. Yeah. It's like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll let um, you know on my blog. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> see you on Twitter, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, um, and Strotty said, oh, I've got to see Don Rosa, you know, the Donald Duck guy. Yeah. Um, and we said, "Oh, well, there's not much of a queue, why don't you join the queue? But the thing is with Don Rosa, he, he has he's one of those, you see this at KC, Don McGregor did it for a while as well. They put a chair in front of the table. So... Oh, um, okay. So you, you're you going to get FaceTime. It's not like you're standing there and he, and he throws the yeah. comic back at you whilst talking to his mate or something. He yeah. sits here and he has a chat too. So the Strotty queued up and he was a while so me and cliff were sort of wandering wandering the aisles and um every so often we come past straight and wave at him from a distance you know it's a bit like that but that was good um i'd imagine Mike, things
1: like that you, you get like 20 30 minutes started day, and at the end of the day it's like five minutes quick yeah, bang them out
2: yes yeah, yeah. Need to get through all these people yeah it's like getting a getting a, a book sketched in at the start of the day you're going to get more of a detailed sketch yeah then you are at the end of the day um Mike. so the whole event for those who i don't know if they do this every year there but they themed the whole event around first comics um so wow. you had yeah so i was a pig in shit man yeah um, you're loving that <laughs> yeah yeah you had um mike Grill, um steve rude um howard Chakin uh Hempel. you had a lot of people but you also had mike gold there now mike gold was the sort of editor who um kind of was a bit of the brainchild of first comics partly um and he was there and i got and he's he's sort of walking stick quite an old dude bit deaf sort of thing but managed to get a, have a chat with him um i'll tell you i'll tell you i, tell you how I met steve Conley. was there ex-guest previous guest steve oh, was nice. there so yeah we had a good good chat with steve and nice to, man he is killing it there he's they've given him like a side like a corner tables so he had loads loads of space And I didn't realise this, but previously he'd done the cover to the convention booklet. So nice. Yeah, it's almost like I know he's moved, but it's almost like his home convention. I think he's friends with the people who run it or something. So and he was funny, man. He was as soon as we walked over, you see him going, right, I'm going for these boys. They're getting some you know, it was a bit like that. It was (laughs) it was good good luck. Um then um, Ted Secora, who we've had, I did an interview with at Heroes, and I was always, always popped by Ted's table, and he was great man. Ted Ted's got it going on. He he knows, um, he's got a little comic universe. He 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 works proper hard on it. Yeah, really really good. Bloom. He, I know you mentioned. I've mentioned that a few times. Go find yourself a copy of Bloom on Comicsology, or in, if you're in America, buy a copy. Um, Wendy Peeney was there. Who did um, Elf Quest good to see her not dressed oh, as uh, red sonja this time which is a shame <laughs> uh Elfquest, but... which is
0: a bit of a classic yeah god it, that's, and yeah, man yeah. v you, you
2: have you read elf quest no yeah, I think no like it was yeah. one of
0: those ones back in the day like well, we always used to see it mention. all the time yeah it's uh wizard yeah. magazine and stuff like that you, yeah it was always about but i never i never read it myself but now i'm probably um more of a reader that would get more out of it now
2: yeah i think you would man i think you dig it yeah. yeah they're lovely as well she mm. she, she's lovely um and oh this one this one makes me laugh this is nothing to do with any advice to any attending but it just makes me laugh about cliff and it still haunts him do you ever say something and later on you think why did i say that always yeah i do it every like day daily I'm, occurrence i'm yeah. terrible for mm. it you know yeah <clears throat> but i'm chatting to garth ennis there and we're having a chat um, and he's talking about how much he lo- enjoys doing the Mega City Book Club. He says he enjoys going on there with, with, um, with Amon and uh, over over walks Cliff, right? Because you know Cliff's a big lump, and he yeah. sort of strides over, yeah. And he goes, uh, "I like it. Garth's wearing a Hawaiian shirt." And he goes, "All right, Garth, like your shirt?"
3: <laughs> oh, fuck!
2: <laughs> and to be fair, Garth looks over at him and goes, "I actually bought this in Hawaii."
3: I'm <laughs> <laughs> going. that's all right then
2: we forgive you and yeah. he was a chuckle it was really funny but later in the day we're having a we're having a pipe tweet later and and cliff goes why did i say that <laughs> just out of the blue just playing on his mind he goes why did i say that thing about the shirt This is funny <laughs> so of course as soon as i met falpe yesterday i'm saying go and give him shit about saying that about the shirt, the shirt yeah and uh he comes back he said you told falpe it's the first thing he said to me when he yeah. saw me yeah yeah, yeah, um, in many so, ways,
1: uh, Cliff is a slow learner. In some some aspects <laughs> when it comes to UT, of I got to say.
2: Well, you know, what it's like with us, man. It's just constant. It's like when we're yeah, together, maybe in each other. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's um, it's a like I say, it's a convention that's very much for o, for OG fans of comics. But there's also a very substantial small press area. Now, the small press there is different from the small press you would see at um, SPX. It's not that sort of indie, um autobio yeah. self-inspection. You know, but it's there's there's a lot of people who are creating their little horror comics or their superhero nice. comics and stuff like that. It, if I were saying it, I would say it's the place where Vanguard would do well. Yeah, it kind of That's sounds to me there
1: that, uh, yeah, from what you're saying, this I've not even heard about the second one yet, but this seems like my cup of tea.
2: Yeah, man, You and everyone there is like on their feet chatting there's there's the odd hard sell you know um <laughs> I was with strotty and we went to the source point press stand or we we uh, we just, in fact to be fair to us we walked past it and the dude did the whole oh excuse me he's out over the table you know putting a comic in our hands and all this sort of thing like i know man i've i know how hard it can be at con and i said oh look you just did that hand the comic to him to get him to buy a thing didn't you and the dude went yeah all right i did yeah, all right, fair <laughs> enough. So I had a chat with him. Um, yeah. I didn't buy what, anything off them, and then he looked busy. Ta- what was their
1: table set up like? Because they, they,
2: it they was...
0: are a, a, an indie publisher that we've mentioned a few times on the show. They? Yeah,
2: they, they are, aren't they? they? And we, I think we've all looked at stuff they put on comiXology because you don't really see it on the shelf. Yeah, in comic shops. um it Yeah, fairly pro. Like there's a lot of sort of banners, and there's a lot of big banners and stuff like that there um that you don't see spx um there's a lot of elaborate table setups um that you would likely see maybe at thought bubble you know the ones that really annoy you because they're too high and getting you yeah they and stuff, build
1: you know? up all the fucking things
2: yeah there's a bit of that um uh ted to Corey I was chatting to. i said mate how do you do this on your own he said look at this he says and he's got like this sort of it's not blocking anyone's view but it's very high you know yeah and he says takes me ages to set this up yeah you think oh okay. but there's a lot of um shelving units on tables and display display things and stuff like that you know um yeah i don't mind that so much it's, 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 a, it's a feast for the eye when you walk in you know yeah. um the american mythology who are the guys who did the um, dinosaur cyborg comic we talked about last week um they were lovely went and had a big chat with them um and um, they said, "Oh, thanks, giving it a shout on the pod." And they gave me a couple of extra comics, oh, and that yeah, was nice. a, that was a similar sort of setup to Source Point Press. Um, yeah, really nice dude, and he's got a Friday Night comic and um, stuff like that, you know. So I was I was I was looking at all them. Uh, I've nice. got them here actually. Got them in my bag. Let me quickly drag them out while I'm talking to so, you. I brought them so, to read. Yeah,
0: so, just again, which uh, publisher was that?
2: So that's American Mythology. Um, so I got Rawhead Reborn. You know, Rawhead Rick, Rex. Yeah. Clive yeah, they've Barker, done a com- yeah. comic about that. Uh, Blighted Dawn Crossverse. That looks good. And um, they've done a Willy's Wonderland book as well. Wow, nice. Movie. One. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, p- perhaps more on that soon. Um, yeah, so thanks
1: to a- uh, the lovely Madeline Holly Rosen as well. Oh yeah, she said Boston hello.
2: Ro- I sent a picture of her waving at you, Dan, because you know, you know, she's a fan of yours. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Go- goes both ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was nice. We talked. We, had- we talked about fencing again that's cool ah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah it's a nice one and I'll tell you what if you're going to go on a Friday uh, it wasn't super packed you could speak to everyone even like Walt Simonson and Weezy. if you waited five minutes you'd get to chat to them Um it's yeah. amazing
1: you can walk up and speak to these people for me like they're kind of like legendary kind of folk heroes yeah. in my mind
2: it is it is for us who really, really these comics and never thought we'd get a chance to ever yeah. meet our heroes you know our comic heroes you can do and it's amazing man yeah I'd i was um al henderson was texting me and i said oh man i'm pinching myself for this thing you know yeah massive you know i'm a massive first comics fan yeah and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all these people were there who created my childhood you know <laughs> uh, it's, Amazing. it's lovely yeah yeah so i'd say um if you've got a comic that's more sort of superhero or horror based you know i would say baltimore would be a good place to do the small press area everyone's super friendly um i think from what cliff's saying saturday and sunday the, the queue is around the block um but the friday if you want as a punter you want to go i'd say to on the friday that's a good shout yeah okay. very good yeah yeah um and then any other questions about that one guys or should i just move on to spx
1: so, so from the kind of roundup that's more of the kind of like your comic mart backpack wearing kind of
2: yeah yeah so there's a lot of guys the... in the queue with like trolleys with back issues uh, for okay. signing yeah you know, that sort of thing mm. um
1: I couldn't carry one of those trolleys. I'm not casting aspersions on anyone who does it. but
2: I'm not that organised either, man. Yeah.
1: What's the
0: um, know... turnout like for uh, comic book stores at like American cons like that?
2: Yeah, you tend to find at the heart of a lot of these... The, the American Like Heroes con um, that I went to in North Carolina that a lot of these cons have, as part of the organisational team, the people who run the local comic shop. Yeah. Ah, um, uh, okay, that sounds yeah, great. Which is good, I think. Um, I mean... Heroes in Charlotte is um totally run by the local comic shop. I think they're it's their baby. Yeah. You know. And I can't remember who you can see me, a maybe... few
0: different stores have yeah, stands oh, and stuff.
2: Oh man, Baltimore was um totally um OA, loads of OA stalls and um Wow absolutely loads of back issues. Um yeah, it's really good for that. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Of course they've, yeah. got, they've got the classic dollar bins over there, haven't they? That um, Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, and really good stuff. I mean, it's, it's stuff that would probably be, you know, a tenner in a comic shop is you know three dollars in a bin here. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, the man's just turned up with a Hoover, so just to let you know if, it, if he starts hoovering. Uh, that that isn't yeah. uh, his uh, order, uh,
0: food order <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or a drinks order. Um, he's <laughs> just in the lobby.
2: I haven't ordered a Hummer. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, so Baltimore. How many uh, Esmond thumbs up
2: do we get? Uh, yeah, definitely five out of five for that oh. one for me. Wow. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then I Ubered it over to Ubered Baltimore. It. Oh, Ubered it. Yeah, look at me. Uber, uh, uh, over to a place called Bethesda in Rockville, Maryland. How cool is that? I don't say Maryland right. About 45 people have told me that, but I refuse to give in. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... Uh, and so helped Sam on the no-brow table, um, which was which was re- really fun. And we've got Tyrell, Tyrell, War- Tyrell Waiters, who's done Vern Custodian of the Universe, is the new no Brow book he's done. And he's a spot on geezer, man. Lovely. I mean, you've met Sam, haven't you? Sam's great. Yeah, Come yeah. Um, and uh, t- uh, Tyrell, pardon me. I keep saying Tyrell and he keeps laughing at me. Um, but Tyrell, he was a workhorse man. So we had him signing at the table. We did a panel. And then he's just been signing and sketching in each book for free. Um, and we, we've got sort of a three table stretch, um, here. And, uh, I think in the first day we sold about three quarters of our books to such a point. We were sort of spreading the books out before we left yesterday thinking how we can make the table look busy, you know? Um, (laughs) so Spx is surprisingly for me, a great selling convention. Um, but it's very much more, um, it's like more indie, more small press than thought bubble, but there's a similarish vibe. Um oh, yeah. It's more okay. that sort of end of um indie small press that we see. A little bit more zine, I suppose. Yeah, so um, it's, it's
0: like a comic and zine fair sort of hmm. max, yeah, maxed up.
2: Is it like it is. So it's a comic and zine fair, but they also um are aware of the greats. You know, so it tends to be the greats from that end of the world. So steve laffler who dog boy etc buckhouse um wh- who's literally part of the gang now you know he came out with this was telling us stories last night about playing in a band with mary Flena, um you know spending time with robert crumb all this sort of thing and we're like oh my god this is the best stories ever <laughs> over over like copious pints of lager i remember at one point somebody accidentally gave him my drink which is ginger ale and he goes and you can see the in his face, who drinks this? i said, Oh, that's mine, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, and um, I'm hopefully if I get time today, it's been it's been really busy. If I get time today, he's, we could do a little interview with him, but he's up for coming on. Um and this is this dude has been making comics since the late seventies. He is the epitome of the um indie comic creator. You know, he says I just love comics.
0: Well that's just that's his... the sort of p- person we want to talk to. Yeah.
2: Yeah, hmm. he'd be lovely, man. And the stories, wow. Yeah. Um, so I was doing that with Sam and the table Sam and um Tyrell at the table, and then over just across the aisle from us almost and a bit further up is the Strangers Table with Eddie and, and Falpe. Um Falpe's as usual, wandering around. He was at the table for I think five and a half minutes at one point when it opened, and then he just decided to wander around winding me up. <laughs> taking pictures of me from a distance cliff turned up so he's winding cliff up you know what he's like yeah. foul he's mischievous but his comics going down a storm as well man i mean the strangers table said they're almost sold out
1: oh wow nice um,
2: one yeah, so that's really good it's a lot of um it's a younger crowd um there's um i'm i don't know how you put it more politically motivated i suppose okay not a bad it's not a bad thing um the uh a, a real wide there's a fanographic's table for example there's a drawn and quarterly table that sort of crowd and then a lot of people who would love to be published by them and then a lot of people who are just doing zines and stuff for themselves um we're next to atomic books so we've we've got like a, a little stretch but the table at the end of it is atomic books which is an indie comics um shop in baltimore um and and they are the absolute nicest people at this convention, I guarantee you. So there's there's a, a man and a woman there, and every five minutes it's saying, Tony, I've got a few, I've got a spare drink here. Do you want one? Or oh we've got some pack- bag with packets of crisps here. So me and Sam, I think all we ate was cheesy crisps for about eight hours <laughs> yesterday that <They> was <were> supplied <laughs> to us by the lady on the Oh that that, says, mate, sounds, sounds, that like...
0: sounds like a convention diet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. To, yeah. But that I, I recommend. I haven't been to it, but I can thoroughly recommend that shop. And it's very much sort of indie small press um underground diy store a bit like i'm going to say without having been there a bit like Crower funding the leal shop um and they've been in business for i think well over a decade and they're saying um now this is the sort of stuff they're doing so the you know silver sprocket um uh uh, strangers bubbles that sort of crowd they take all that in but um i would hazard a guess i'm not asking this but if you contacted them and you were in that sort of crowd um they'd probably consider taking your book on uh, really nice people absolutely lovely people in fact to such a point where i said have you got any t-shirts because they have these t-shirts to wear. and they said oh well, we'll bring you in one in tomorrow so i'm hoping they got me a t-shirt today oh, nice. yeah how lovely is that yeah um durf was there uh got to speak to durf he said hi because he remembers the podcast yeah, he's absolutely dude nice uh, he yeah. said he said hi to tom stewart from tom's interview that he did a while back as well um got i bought i spent hundred dollars buying a Oh, a piece of LA from him. Um, but that's more than worth it, man, you know, yeah. for that. Hmm. Um, have a, If you're on the Slack, have a look. I posted it this morning. Okay, I'll take um, a look at that. Yeah, and very really nice. A bit quiet, but friendly, you know. Did he give any kind of hints of what he's, he's working on now? He said he's, no, he didn't really. But he said to me he's not doing many more conventions because he's still working on new stuff and he hasn't had anything out for a while. Right, okay. So he's, he's, he says, I might dip out of conventions for a bit while Just I finish stuff off. Yeah, yeah um i haven't spoke to him yet but eddie campbell's here you know from hell etc alec backers eddie campbell who's got like really long white hair now he's pretty Mm. striking so i want to get over and speak to him he was away from his table when i was when i went to it yesterday because you know what it's like when you're running a table you think i just got a nip over there for two minutes Uh, and he was gone but um cliff cliff had a chat with him had the best photograph i'll get cliff to post it on the uh the slack it's the funniest photograph <laughs> with sort of eddie campbell leaning on his shoulder you know it's just brilliant yeah just apparently um cliff was saying he was brilliant yeah lovely to chat to he's i think he lives in chicago now he's over over living here now um so that was cool um yeah but i think if you're i think i hope people understand what i mean by this but that sort of indie more i don't know more the sort of
1: same a more of thought bubble kind of East London. A little
2: bit, yeah, but not so much. I've done a horror comic about a Vampire versus the Werewolf or, yeah. you know, this this is my new superhero or stuff like that. Um, it's more the sort of introspective, weird, mm. you know, stuff. Kind of more arty. Yeah. In yeah, way. So, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, even,
0: So even though, like, some people might be like, oh, you know, two conventions on the same weekend, oh, that's really frustrating. But they're two very different flavors of convention. Yes, aren't they? they're not. Com- it doesn't Just sound like no. they're Stupid truly. Different. They're true. They're not competing with each other in terms of content, are they?
2: No, they're, they're not. There's no way that one would be nicking guests off the other. There's a couple of cases of people who me and Cliff and Strotty were saying. I'm surprised they're at Baltimore. I think I would have thought SPX was more their taste. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a couple of people at Baltimore. Me and. Um, me and Cliff said, "Too wouldn't you? Don't you fancy doing SPX?" And they said, "Well, we do Baltimore every year, and we've got a crowd. It's only we would consider definitely doing SPX because our comics would suit it. But we've got the people coming back every year at Baltimore. Yeah, you know, and you get that thought bubble in places like that, don't you? Where people come back and they'll buy your comic from you in person every year. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, yeah. cultivating a following and, and sort of keeping them loyal is yeah. hugely important when it comes. Yeah." To-
1: Comic. Yeah, you're doing it for for years and years. Yeah, you want to kind of all, try All, all that you
0: need is one person to go. Oh, you went to that one just down the road. I came all this way to this convention because I thought you were going to be there, and you've yeah. kind of lost. Yeah, you might be and lost. Average, year, yeah. You? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose that one comic in a series, you're out, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I've still got a day more left of SPX. Um, I think I think we'll probably sell out pretty much nearly everything by the end of the day. So me and That's Sam saying if, if we sell out by three o'clock, we're in the bar. Yeah, you know, we'll be in the bar, <laughs> everyone. Um, so yeah, and we went out. We went out for a meal last night. Um, me, Sam, um, Eddie, uh, uh, P Cliff, and Steve Laffler. Uh, we're you'll laugh at this. Cliff booked a restaurant that was like we sat down in this restaurant and we we're looking and said. The steak's hundred and fifty pounds. Why are we in this blood super posh yeah. restaurant? Where we're wearing shorts and comic t-shirts, you know. Yeah. And we said, so we just all strolled out and then found this Japanese restaurant, and it was a <laughs> pro- proper laugh. Yeah, really funny. One hundred and
1: fifty quid for a fucking steak.
2: Oh mate, at least on that menu. Yeah, <laughs> Cliff's, Cliff's going. I didn't realise it was so expensive. Run, you know, it's like that. So we <laughs> legged <it> out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's good. So
0: it's been a, a, a it's a fascinating. <laughs> weekend of like two different sort of sides of comics and flavors of comics Mm, yeah yeah and Um, from an
2: american point of view as well people coming over and chatting and um the big i don't know if you know this but in the uk in the uk to a certain extent but in america librarians are a force to be reckoned with because yeah they they're very much in the comic scene over here they are a bit in the uk as well but over here it's like we've probably had five or six librarians come over the table and going right we want to stock your book and sam's like this is great news
1: yeah they they can sort of make or break a book in as much they can bring a lot of
2: yeah yeah and they they're very much in the aisles of um thought bubble of um me, of SPX here yeah, um, right. They're very much here for that, so they that's good lot, as well. They
0: do a lot more sort of a selling of libraries, if you know what I mean. That, like that, the individuals do. Like it's, it's becoming, yeah becoming more of a, a thing, you know, with social media presence and stuff. There are people saying, "I work at a local library. Come and bring your kids and read yeah. books and things like mm-hmm. that." Whereas that's not a thing in the UK. Not that I've experienced. No, I've I mean, I I experienced. not if that I've seen these, either. No. If you're one of these people, please tell us, you know, and, and chat about it. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: A, a library, like my local library, is, is just full of rolls and butter there reading magazines shouting things into the air, the air. you know Ro- reun- rolls and butter yeah
1: what's that short for Okay. But mean, that
0: one was a stretch even for us yeah was, uh... there was a
1: one that we used to live like they had the new build library there and that was great because i used to order in books and they'd turn up like in a week so rather oh, than right. just keep yeah. buying stuff i'm going to read once let's go there but I know what you mean. They're not really pushed too much in the UK.
2: Yeah, but you look at TCAF, like. I know that I know that's Canada, but TCAF is uh, one of their biggest conventions in a massive library. Yeah. yeah and it's okay. kind of run by the library almost, you know. Um yeah, so mate, it's been I've still got a day yet and I'm I'm am i I'm literally aching already. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I mean, us and the listeners can hear it in your voice that you've been talking non stop. Yeah, but, I'm yeah, a bit croaky um, today. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's,
2: no, oh, not yeah. nothing you're nothing to apologise for. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, what, I mean, you're in the thick of it as we speak now. Um, yeah. But obviously Baltimore, you had a day there, didn't you? Was it one day? How many Just days? one day. Just yeah. one day. Yeah. So, um, and we say this about some of the bigger conventions. Do you think, Bol- is Baltimore three, it's a three-day three con, isn't it? Isn't it a Friday? Is it, a Friday? it is, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, there's very few things that are three-day cons to me, unless they hold events throughout it. Yeah. So, um, it might be
0: it, the, even though it's got five out of five, is it something that necessarily should be a three-day convention? I mean, obviously, if you're selling a comic, the extra day to sell more books is always yeah. good. But, like, for a, a punter or, you know, a visitor who might have bought a three-day ticket, do you think yeah. a three-day ticket is... No, you'll it? have
2: done it. You'll have done it in, at the most in a day and a half. Mm. i think the only thing with it is they've got announcements so next up is the first comics panel and like <coughs> Steve, i can't remember who it was was it steve rude or grill uh someone was basically saying at their table i'm going i've got a panel everyone come along i've got a panel everyone come along so i think the panels are quite a big thing there right um which is a good thing i think if you, how many panels have we seen where there's like one person in the audience and you know, they're not well attended in the UK, yeah. are they? Generally, and that's just most our of the ones, most <laughs> <of> the ones <laughs> we've run. Yeah, yeah. I've been that one person. <laughs> yeah, you're afraid to leave, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Um, it's like you yeah, just it's... this
1: creator's mental well-being resting on me being here. I can't fucking walk out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds so brutal when you say it, Dan. Yeah, I don't
2: know. It does. Yeah, you're a, you're a cruel man. But. You're... I stay,
1: I don't walk out yeah.
2: <laughs> Just with a look of disdain on yeah. his face.
3: Yeah,
2: um, um where yeah. did your
1: failure bring you back to me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and um, big shout out to Steve laffler because he's a listener. Um, he says, uh, no, he Steve- says, he says, uh, the good thing about you guys is you sound like you're having fun. I went here we are Steve yeah, yeah. nice one man yeah, yeah that's uh, good
0: what I love about that Tony is that was more effort you put into an accent than anything you did as Green Arrow
2: yeah I <laughs> know that was terrible <laughs> only because I've had him I was sat next to him at the meal and he was talking to me so I've still got his voice in my head but uh, yeah <laughs> it's terrible although more news on that soon
0: oh yes um, so in terms of um, sort of creators our lovely listeners who are creators that may be in the area um are these both recommendations based on the yeah. sort of content that they produce? What would you what would you suggest in terms of if people would say, I'm not sure which show to pick,
2: do yeah, you think, I think it's you fairly a,
0: obvious you... from what you've said or
2: I think so. Look at what you're doing in a comic. Um like for example, the easy one is you, Dan. I think um Baltimore is much more up your yeah. street, much more your people. Um I'd say, for example, um Dirty Basement, what we do is much more S P X. Um yeah, I think yeah, I think so. Um, Tony Osmond, I would put, I would put more at um, Baltimore, really. To be fair, mm. it's got more of that sort of adventure vibe about it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's um, Baltimore. It's a weird thing, isn't it? But Baltimore seems to be sort of male, more male-dominated. SPX is more female-dominated. I don't know if that says something about the comics or the vibe or the environment or anything. Or society. But- no. Yeah, or just no, no. generally wider, wider <laughs> American society. But uh, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why that's relevant, but it just seems seems worth worth mentioning. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think
0: I think maybe, um, as you say, Baltimore is more of the that sort of back issue crowd as well. Yeah, big time um, man. Yeah,
2: you, which... it's a bit like a comic mark where you're waiting for the bloke doing the, the the long box to leave his long box, so you yeah. can move along one. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a bit like that.
0: Yeah, which which of course you know. Across all genders, there's of course we all go to the long boxes and stuff, but predominantly, yeah, historically it's been yeah, more male dominated, so male they're the dominant. people, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, man, yeah, I think that's a fair thing to say,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's a fair thing to say that, um, you're a maniac for getting out at this time of morning, to talk <laughs> yeah, first, but but we love you very much, and we, um, I hope you're doing okay, and the last day will be yeah. okay.
2: okay. Okay, I'll get an hour in now before we have. Everyone starts shouting at each other over breakfast and laughing. Yeah. So that'd <laughs> yeah. be right. Yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, he'll be back in the room proper next week, folks. Yeah, yeah. Don't
2: don't worry. Um, but- We've got a biggie next week, guys. have we?
1: we have. Mm. Yeah, yeah, big guest. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. we won't. I start doing my research and reading. Yeah, yeah. ASAP. Oh, I love that. Plan. You have to listen. You have to. Uh, Fingers crossed. Next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so t- Tony, um, on the orders yes. of myself and. Uh, dr butcher
2: if you're going to say get yourself to bed i'm going to feel a bit saucy about you telling me that my friend
3: <laughs>
0: all right get those trousers off and there you have it folks tony off in another time zone that's about as close to time travel as we get on this show isn't it whenever we talk to someone from the yeah. states
1: off in the good old us of a yeah uh, I, I spoke to briefly to matt short via and uh messages and he basically backs up everything tony said there he's having an absolute whale of a time
0: yeah. I mean, I mean it sounds like a, a great time and like I I'd, I'd like to experience an American comic convention Hopefully. one day. Yeah, you know. Um probably just to have the experience of spending a, a day rooting through back issue bins, etc. Yeah. But if, if you were totally there. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. If you were there, if you were one of the people that were there, we hope you had a fantastic time, picked up some great comics, whether it be at Baltimore, SPX. I, the thing that fascinated me was I did not realise that they were so close together. in terms In terms of distance. Yeah, geographically. Um, yeah. Um, so, really, if you're, if you're someone... There are people who like a certain part of comics, and you know, a certain genre or a certain type of comic, and then there's people who like another you know it's all very different but if you're someone that just likes a bit of everything you like your superheroes <laughs> and you like your slice of life and you like you know all all kinds of things that this weekend must have been just if if you were there you could have gone to both and just been happy oh, it, as
1: Larry it's just uh, there's times when you're a punter you can pretty much depending on the con get it done in one day yeah. so doing two in a weekend is very achievable
0: yeah so um yeah what if you were there let us know what you think and if you, yeah, if, how you got if, on? if you saw a roaming tony or cliff cumber or, or any acp community he was uh, man
1: in the desk or table
0: yep yeah good old no brow i've spotted a couple of books on no brow not mind picking up actually
1: hey, uh, so that from what tony was saying it looks like we're going to be selling out which is mm, fantastic it's, it's is always good. a hard one to kind of pitch isn't it like yeah how much stock should we bring over because you've got well, I presume you get it all shipped over. You, you don't take it as bloody carry on, yeah. do you?
0: Yeah, it's a completely. Di- it's a different ball game, isn't it? Yeah, it's not carry on. You've got to... and then you've got to be concerned about UPS tracking or whatever it is. Um, yeah, you know, I wouldn't know where to start. I know a lot of our listeners and friends of the show have experienced that, even with yeah. just the UK having to sort of post if they have got a lot of hardback books, but they don't necessary drive they've had to you know there's lots of sort of it's organizational said, yeah. hurdles i think
1: that gone wrong as well yeah yeah you but when
0: turn it's up, not turned up. yeah you turn up at a con and your books aren't there until the next day do you know what i mean it's uh it's sort of these little wrinkles can sometimes throw you for a loop but mm. as long as at the end of it you've had a good time and you've enjoyed yourself that's the main thing god i'm saying like a hallmark card don't i <laughs> um
1: i guess you just gotta kind of like react accordingly and trying to just i don't know offer up uh commissions or something if you're an artist or just try and yeah. adapt and yeah maybe take voucher sales or something so like you pay for it and you get a yeah. book with a sketch yeah. in or something just to take extra yeah. Uh, yeah nightmare scenario
0: i mean you know at the very least ha- have a few little things that you can take with you so you've got something mm. on your table and then if, if it's a few days a few day event um then you can you know people will come back to the table
1: We've um, actually had the opposite, though, when the, the stocks turned up, but the, the table earners haven't, which is always funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's it, table at a convention is always an interesting one. I haven't done it for a couple of years now. I'd, I don't know no. when in the future I'll, I'll be doing it. But um, Tony certainly brought up uh, Van, Vanguard a couple of times um, during that chat. And it sort of got me to sort of thinking about your book and obviously the the epic task it's been of putting this all together and we've we've said like the end is in sight but there's still plenty of work to do and and you've said on this show that the latest issue and there's lots going on in it but th- this one's been a hard graph this particular issue yeah.
1: hasn't it? It's been rough it's like I started doing updating this in February we're mm. right, now September I'm still kind of doing it it's 40 odd pages long it's just Yeah. I'm finding I don't like the Having to do two pages a week schedule because sometimes you get more done, sometimes you get less. Mm. I think I'd rather now just go for like doing completed issues as standalones. Do you know what I mean? Like once this long form narrative's done, I'll do one done, like with Viper, stuff like that.
0: Is this something, um, this two sort of pages a week kind of format and all the work that goes into it? how has that changed for you working on it? Because, I mean, obviously you're saying it's a slog, and we like to give our listeners sort of like behind the scenes. It's not, we all love making comics. Dan loves making Vanguard because he's continuing yeah. to make it and he loves these characters. Um, but it is hard work, and sometimes it's harder than others. Yeah. Um, but certainly, have you stuck to the same, like you were saying, two pages a week? Have you stuck. Is that a schedule that you've had since day one?
1: I've tried to. I mean, there's variations depending on kind of what's going on in, in RL in real life. Yeah, uh, yeah. Plus, go on. Go on. Well, I was going to say, what's weird is like when I was doing more commuting for the five days a week, I was like had an hour on the end of each day where I was like solidly drawing. Hmm. But now i only do two days a week in the office. So kind of I've had to kind of fuck around with a timetable. You think, well, you've got more hours at home. Surely it's easier. And to be honest, I found it's not. It's yeah. it's, it's trickier.
0: Yeah. Uh, because I I guess the the travel gives you that that focused moment of like, well, yeah. You know, rather than this. Yeah. Like you know, uh, especially getting into fun. that routine of doing it, it's it must it's almost a, a shock to not to then go from that to doing something else, isn't it? But I, yeah, like, I, I think also your style, um, obviously from the first page to now there is you know the level of draftsmanship or the amount of detail or this or the tricks and the styles that you put in and we've said about this there must be so many tricks or shortcuts that you've discovered in the year since issue one that have made certain things easier but have you found on the other side of the coin that it because those things are easier you're adding more in terms of detail or in terms of reference or in terms of other things are you is it like one thing isn't as difficult any, anymore but you're still challenging yourself in another way
1: well i come and watch it there's an issue where uh, i basically to, for time i like mask have a shadow layer which is masked and a highlights layer is mask it's one point i thought i want more variation in the shadow so i did a second layer of shadows so it took more draftsmanship to kind of punch that through i found with the digital stuff i can go back and say i've got like someone shot in profile and i thought well i quite like the angle but Hmm. it's going to be like a different character or they're going to be have a different expression and i can rework that and to be fair i I don't think really many people know it's because sometimes it'd be a close-up other times it'd be like a lot further out Hmm. using that digitally is really handy because you just kind of jump in, pull artwork out, and it's like, well, I'll, I'll amend that and change it, and then stick it back in. I mean, if it's not like a massive action piece and it's just talking heads, yeah, I don't think it really matters too much. But uh, yeah, there's when you get more of the effects-heavy stuff, it moves away from drawing stuff, and I'm fucking around in Photoshop trying to add stuff and is, is that for you? And... That is that for you the slog? Um, because there's a slog, yeah. The drawings an absolute joy. It's an absolute mm. pleasure, but when mm. you've got so much stuff going on, you're trying to work it to make it get consistency over the pages. Mm. And for some reason, this issue—some one of the colors, some of the colors have gone out, and some of the skin tones are a lot redder than they should be. So when this issue's done, I'm gonna have to go back to the previous one, grab the Ooh. bright color palette, and make mm. sure the colors are consistent throughout, which is fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, I Absolutely bet. Yeah. But I mean, this I mean, guy... this, this latest issue as well. Um, you got your, you got your foot on the floor, haven't you? Really, with um, lots of action yeah. and powers,
1: and there's All... loads of different things, loads of different stuff happening. Uh, like in the, the most recent one, the whole good guys kind of base HQ, like in like collapses in on self. And try googling that to try, and like, <sighs> an underground. Uh, Establishment or or building collapsing inwards, and what that would look like from above. I I can't find anything, so I had to kind of like well, just imagine it imploding in and just falling down and trying to do that. But uh, yeah, there's kind of the end of this one's kind of there's a lot of characters who you're dead or you think are dead, so it's kind of springing off to the finale from this.
0: Wow, so and and this issue is how many pages the one that's currently going out
1: just is i think i'm working on 40 at the moment so it's probably about 44 45
0: okay and uh yeah. what was just released which page was it that was just released i think it was 39 or 40 i'm putting you on the spot a lot a lot here dan sorry that's
1: all right no worries man
0: yeah no worries so after this
1: it is the finale finale pretty much yeah like there's going to be one issue the next issue is kind of going to be a bit of quiet before the storm, and then the last one, Jesus Christ! Well, I've kind of got planned already on that, like in the, the various Word doc, well, Google Docs I got. That's going to be pretty hectic. God. It's only 50% of it's plotted, but I, I kind of know what's happening. But I need to kind of just expand on points. Yeah. If I can get that going by sort of the mid to end of next year, because the next one should be shorter. Uh, yeah. I've, I've cons- I give myself a pat on the back because I was hoping to get all this done in two years, and we're, we're moving up to year one now. So
0: no yeah, yeah. What is what is time? Yeah, and obviously, like as you yeah. say, real life, just everything else in general. Um, and... Other
1: projects on the go as well. Like, yeah, so it's kind of not just doing Vanguard. Uh, yeah, I've got, got some other stuff in the works for other people.
0: But that's also something that that you've. Um you've been doing more and more recently isn't it sort of like stretching stretching your legs and getting out and, and doing a bit more um is that like, like when you stepped away from vanguard you know is it is it almost in some ways preparing for the next stage in a few years or i think like so to-
1: yeah like testing out what kind of works for me and don't because i've, I've developed this kind of the, the house look as it were for working on vanguard and i've got to essentially stick with it i think if i went on a complete like night degree like offshoot on the artwork and suddenly it was black and white very scratchy people would be like well what the hell is this like i'm trying to keep a, a tonal consistency in regard to that mm. but then when we've done like we've got the the the, the our strip oh, we've done a dey that's completely the, different
0: the style you've got for that i just i love to see like a one-shot book just of that yes yeah. that kind of thing it was, it was I, i've got yeah. something
1: in the, in the work for kind of halloween uh with a couple other chaps so when nice. we get that gets a bit more solid I'll yeah. uh, talk about it on here. Yeah,
0: Halloween, which isn't too far away.
1: God, uh, no, no. I, I <laughs> did drop a message in our little group saying, up we've got Halloween coming up. We've got time to sort out a good a good episode, which we will do.
0: Yeah. Well, of course we will. We're, we're, we're here yeah. to, uh, well, we're just to have, here to have a laugh and talk I about, about it's some
1: of your favourite times of the year, isn't it?
0: Yes. And uh, just, just on a side note, it really... F- Pisses me off when you walk into a supermarket or superstore, as you call it internationally. Um, and uh, it's like, oh, they've already put the Christmas stuff out. Where's the fucking Halloween stuff? Yeah, Where? mate. Come on. yeah um un- oh, don't get don't get me started, girlfriend. Don't get me started. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, I was thinking, like, have you ever considered going back to Murder Road? Because I feel like there's there's more in that story, definitely. I've um,
0: I've got a sort of uh, a document sort of uh, and plots and ideas for like a, a sequel for that um, oh nice no, one so. and even... it's
1: like, the end of the road is absolutely bleak <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh i'm the happy-go-lucky one as well folks just yeah. think about that um yeah well it's bleak in that sort of hopefully in that traditional slasher kind of way.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like he's kinda of like the 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 I, f- I forget the names for So sorry it's been a little while but like she basically signs herself away for an eternity of kind of Yeah. Torment yeah, and yeah. spending it with the the driver.
0: And when I've when I've um plotted stuff, um as well as like just trying to think of things that were cool, um I and I haven't overthought it when it comes to uh this one because I've almost looked at it like well, that film came out in that period, and the sequel comes out in this period and you know um, how you, you get, get those there. sort of I, yeah. i'm thinking the 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 sequel that you picked up in v h s from your local video rental store yeah. and sometimes it's it's glossy around the edges but there, it's hollow in certain places um yeah. and sometimes Who's the-
1: uh, Mer- murder roads
0: well well i will, um, <laughs> i I'll, I'll I'll send you what the the title is
1: okay yeah. Murder Road in space—that's the one they all went to, didn't they? Uh, yeah,
3: they
0: I can't to, see that working. You honest. go to space on your fourth one, don't you? Fourth or fifth?
1: Your fourth you know, film, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um... That's all alien, aliens, and alien would blame for that, wouldn't they? Like yeah. Oh look, they done a horror in space. We should do that now. So, yeah. yeah, but Jason Voorhees doesn't really work like that. No, no. Although that's
0: a ridiculously uh just fun pizza and beer movie it's yeah yeah, yeah. i mean jason jason x um i'm fond of but i'm fond because it's not a great movie and it knows what it knows exactly what it is Um, didn't
1: they do a hellraiser in space we should save this yeah 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 Yeah.
0: i'll tell you what we'll have to yeah it's it's the halloween talk it's already got us it's already i'll tell you what
1: there's got to be uh nightmare on elm street friday 13th and halloween comics adaptations, surely oh
0: god yeah there's yeah there's quite a few um i think we're gonna have to look it up perhaps perhaps we uh for this halloween special this year we look at like the classic um monster monsters and slashes and stuff within yeah. that within the, yeah, the horizon. we we have just a couple of weeks ago talked about the universal dracula from image which has just yeah. just come out so yeah so stay tuned perhaps we'll put a shout out on the slack and on, on the social media and stuff and you know look for good ones Obvi- good. Ob- obviously there's like Puppet Master and stuff all of that
1: I mean all the full moon stuff Tony would be fucking up to his nuts and guts for that he loves
0: oh god oh my god
1: did like that <impression>. Jesus Christ <laughs> I used it in the office and I watched that the other day <laughs> Chris Finch says it.
3: Oh
0: God, He's always a shocker. Yeah. Uh, but uh, should we um should we give some shout outs, Dan?
1: Yes, I think you've got some. Have you not?
0: I I have um I have the another shout out for the Bristol Comic Expo or Comic Expo Bristol, depending on how which way up you look at the poster. Uh, mm. Saturday the seventh <laughs> of October in the DoubleTree by Hilton in Bristol. Um, tickets are on sale now. Uh, adults £10, child, child of £5, under 12, free with an adult ticket. There's loads of sort of um, going to be great artists and creators there. For instance, the likes of Alan Davis, Liam, Liam Sharp, Rob Williams, Paul Grist, Mike Collins, Shaky Kane. Um, I can't read there. There's quite a small picture on my. <laughs> David, David Hitchcock. Oh, I love David Hitchcock's work. Uh, Lou Stringer and more. So make sure you uh, get down there. There's also going to be a classic UK art exhibition.
1: Um, oh, fantastic! So I'll,
0: I'll be there milling around.
1: Um, Some of more... that stuff is like when you see it in the flesh, it's like fucking oh, hell. God. This is yeah. just... I, I the craftsmanship think... is unreal.
0: It's like um, like when when I've been to Lawless and that they there's like a small room that they make they use as a little art exhibition kind of space. If if you see these sort of things at a convention, please go and see these sort of stuff. Because even if you're not, um, like a huge fan of the particular genre or what the comics are, I like, I like my Star Trek and uh, you know Thunderbirds and all of that, all of that good stuff. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of the comics of of some of them, but that's no. just because it's, it's just not my bag. But to see some of these uh, like original pages, like from from back in the day or like you know, just just seeing some of the draftsmanship some of the prints it's just wonderful astounding stuff and I, mm. it's just an absolute joy um and it all, always sort of gives you inspiration and uh i, I think to how, how to sort of draft things um at least for me anyway so yeah so um bristol expo check it out it's it's going to be a fun time for all the family, that god, that was cheesy, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs>
1: um, not guaranteed.
0: Da- yeah, damn. What have you got?
1: Uh, nothing actually, because I'm on my phone and not on in front of my uh, yeah. Studio, yeah, we're we're going Randy, we're going off road, but we yeah, will. We Randy will, Stone will, has uh, a new Kickstarter out. You know the creator of Bullet and Bullet Adventures. Ah, nice. I don't have the link to hand, so unfortunately, nice. I cannot give any more out on that.
0: But once again get in touch with us or look for more info for the drink and draw that's happening
1: yes this Friday that should be fun
0: this Friday yeah it's going to be a good laugh uh, drink draw just come along and listen do and neither do, 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 do neither um, well the only thing you really got to do is have fun which is what this yeah. show what this show's all about and uh, well as well as comics and indie comics <laughs> comics are fun oh, c- comics are fun aren't, aren't they fun Dan don't we like fun don't we yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've read some comics that aren't fun, but
0: yeah, uh, yeah. That
1: not not tonight though. Tonight no. I've, I've got a banger.
0: We don't talk about uh, comics that are just we don't want to talk about. Um, I certainly um,
3: don't recommend. <laughs> Try, you might. Yeah, yeah
0: it's called recommendation recommendations for a reason. And uh, yeah, me and Dan, I've got a few. We got a couple for you this week. I'm gonna uh, start off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna top and tail us with uh speaking of kickstarters a kickstarter that i read recently it's starting to um I, i'm not going to spoil too much about the story because uh the physical copies etc are they've been printed and it's being fulfilled at the moment so some of our lovely listeners uh, may actually be receiving this in the post soon or maybe they've, One thing, they've received
1: it if, if you get a physical copy and a digital copy of a kickstarter comic i don't really i always wait for the physical copy to turn up to read it i never read the digital first yeah. yeah. I want the I want that. I want the first experience to be me reading it yeah. in a physical. Yeah.
0: And sometimes I think for us with the context of this show it's handy because you know we can read it in the comfort of our, on on our on our sofa etc. But then when it comes to a show we, just, we can just bring the PDF up and it's like yes. almost like a reference tool in it. Yeah. Um and it's just nice at reading print comics it just is. It's yeah, it's and this this is from someone who reads predominantly digital at the moment as well. But um, well, this Kickstarter I'm going to talk about is written by Nick Bryan, illustrated by Phil Apley, uh cover inks by Amanda Louis. I hope I got that right. And letter, lettered by DC Hopkins. I probably got it wrong. And apologies, Amanda. <laughs> this is Stone Cop. I I read issue on a Stone. Well it's it's kind of like a standalone sort of book but yet leads to other things i would not want to spoil too much it, but the story is this in the city of brighton ridge colorado the rock trolls came down from the mountains to terrorize the population they tear up the streets crush vehicles and rip open homes the people live in fear and only one thing can save them to defeat the masonic menace we need stone cop once a rock yeah. troll himself, he's been chiseled down and reprogrammed to become the city's most statuesque law enforcer. And now he faces his greatest test yet, transporting an imprisoned troll across the city to become the first inmate in Stonemax, their new maximum security underground prison. But the mountain monsters are determined to intercept the transfer and punish our hero for betraying them. And... Uh, That's great. It is... I mean, this is... This was awesome fun reading this. This was just just a blast. This was just a quick read as well. This was a I, I say quick read it's, it's 40, 40 pages. Um of absolutely just uh, just a, a an easy to read roller coaster action book that feels very much in the vein of uh, um sort of those action films, you know, the the 80s action films that we love so much. Um I mean, RoboCop springs to mind, but it yes. is. But it, this isn't this isn't a RoboCop riff or sort
1: of rip ripoff. Sounds it's just, a bit like a western kind of, you know, the, like the lone lawman has to yeah, take yeah one it's, of his it's, own.
0: It's got a li- it's got a little bit of that, but um, and they don't delve too much into it in terms of this this issue, um, which probably why it feels different from RoboCop is uh, the main character, Officer Stone like what he's done there. Uh, (laughs) um, Who just looks... The the trolls, they almost have... Well, these rock trolls, they've almost got to look like um, classic Ben Grimm. uh, The thing, sort of like, you know, these sort of... um, Yeah. It's almost like blocky panels, but it doesn't... They're almost like layered over sort of muscle underneath. It's one of the designs from um, Appy that I really like because the rock still looks like it can move he's designed them in a way that you know you can bend the arms you can do all of that and you don't have to worry about everything being too yeah, specific yeah, box, yeah. yeah. Um, and and stone himself as they say he sort of he's been chiseled down he you know he's a bulky he's he's like the muscle the muscle cop if you know what i mean um the way he looks i and the character isn't he like got this.
3: Abs.
0: yeah um you don't see his abs this isn't this isn't a tna <laughs> book dan you filthy minks um, <laughs> but um because he's got like the like the um, american sort of beat cop sort of cap there were flashes of like you know that maniac cop look because he sort of wears it sort of yeah. low. this isn't yeah. a sci- this is this is um almost an all ages um 80s blockbuster action film uh Kind of thing, but with a very, very simple structure at its core, that is um, a wonderful setup. I want when I finished it, I thought I want more of this, which is what you want. I, I was intrigued because I thought it was kind of be, gonna kind of be one and done. And if they don't come back to it for whatever reason, it could be the way the way it is. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything too much about the ending. of left open. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain amount okay. left open to it. Um, but there's um nick loves his sort of play on words as well like uh, to begin with they he said they say he used to be one of them until he was captured uh, re- rehabilitated rehabilitated and chiseled down to shape uh, stone cop pillar of the community craggy protector man shaped scratching post masonic hero and gravelly enforcer um rock solid armor the law there's there's all these um just leaning into the puns and the clichés but the story itself like all of these wonderful over the top stories the story takes itself seriously Do you know what I mean mm. it's it's yeah. everything else around it that's sort of bright colorful and crazy like when um they're transporting one of the um these captured trolls to a maximum security sort of prison pit Kind of thing um, and he 's tied basically to the back of this this truck, and they 're driving along, and you know it's going to get attacked you know there's going to go be that sort of scene and uh i mean i I l- laughed when I, just one of them goes let 's rock when they' just like when they put their foot down on it i thought <laughs> I thought this is perfect for all of those puns. <laughs> this is just amazing, <laughs> um, but Nick does a great sort of uh, sense of building. The beginnings of... He, he's clearly got a law. Do you know what I mean? For these things. This is... That's L-O-R-E. Um, there's a background. He's clearly thought about the way that these creatures work and the types of creatures they are. And um I would hasten to add to that some of the bad guys, they feel like they're, they're tailor-made for action figures as well. Because as well as these big rock trolls, there are smaller rock trolls that roll themselves up into like balls, like boulders... Was it the He-Man figures that you remember? There was the Rock, transforming Rock, yeah, when they Rock Lords. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like these Rock Trolls—they turn into like boulders, and then the bigger Rock Trolls throw them. Um So there's just loads of um, cool action. It reminds out.
1: me of those, you know that film Big, where like the the executives pitching the yeah. Transformers <laughs> into a building. So yeah, the robots turn into rocks. So yeah, that's great. Great <laughs> idea. Yeah.
0: yeah exactly rocks yeah (laughs) rocks. that's come on everyone every kid loves playing with rocks um but we don't have to pay like 15 quid for the privilege no 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 you're not well 15 quid or you're getting your toys cheap these days um (laughs) but the um so nick's story well well plotted well paced out um The work by Phil Apley, I know he he put a lot of work into it. There's some lovely sort of line work. It seems to be sort of watercolour, sort of ink washes type colouring to it, which is a nice thing to do with this. It's it's a bit different. I think if it was big, bold, bright colours, it would almost be Mm. too much. There's, There's a softer texture to it, which really adds to everything that's going on. And so much so that even when... I mean my favorite page is the titular stone cop when he when he appears and he sort of he's standing there and there's two sort of cops in sort of SWAT, swat gear behind him it looks like it could be a cover by itself and nice. even though it's just three figures on a blank background he still added like a, a texture, a colour to it which which provides interest without detracting. It's not a gradient. It's just it's not one of those gradients that we see a lot in a lot of independent comics. Um least, like he's he's trying something different with it, which which really works. There was only one um page for me which took me a moment to sort of think what's going on. Um in the aforementioned sort of chase scene. Um which is wonderfully rendered. I mean, the artwork also, we spoke about him earlier, but uh, um, Dave Wachter, um, who does stunning sort of artwork with watercolours, I, I can see this inspiration. I, I pre- presume it would be an inspiration of the artist. Um, but there's a like a, a big car pile-up scene, and it's a splash page, rightfully so. You know, when you have like um, yeah. a bit of dialogue, but then when the action scene comes along, it's there. Um, and of course there's cars going everywhere, there's a giant rock troll, there's even a helicopter like in the sky, there's a lot going on in this page. Um, and it is, it's impactful, it does sort of come out of nowhere. But there's just, there's a little bit of, you can see the trailer, it's hard to, I, I've got to show it to you at some point Dan. You can see the the trailer that the rock troll is on being transported, and you can't, I can't couldn't quite tell where the heroes were where their car was do you know what I mean it almost like did it get gotcha and the thing that I I mean I, when I first saw the page I thought wow they got mashed up but on the next page they're speeding away from everything so it just took me right. a moment to go oh okay it's not it was just one of the, I'm just trying to f- figure it out um because it's still a beautifully yeah executed page I was just kind of okay what you know where were things going there um but that's that's only a minor gripe for something that uh, if you if you see it on your travels folks definitely pick it up uh definitely. Nick's always done great kickstarters anyway um you know so and he's been completely um upfront and communicative because I think this this went out a little later than he wanted wanted it to only by a couple of months mm. <laughs> which is which is nothing really in nothing. the world of Kickstarter. um but certainly, he was very communicative. Of like, right, okay, here's where we are with it. This is going to be here. Um, but okay, as long as
1: you don't go, you don't go dark and you're telling you you yeah. backers that this is happening, that's happening. Yeah. Waiting for this, they can't really have you. You know yeah. what I mean? Unless yeah. you have actually shit the bed. I mean, but if you're kind of generally everything's moving along, but it's not the rate you'd like it to be. What, yeah. what can you do?
0: Yeah. So Nick, I know on your Kickstarter page, if you want to see an example of like this artwork and how this book looks. Um. And then uh, just look it up on Kickstarter. stone cop uh, created by Nick Bryan on there because um he's also someone that's like see it for yourself. There's pages there, you know. And and also if that if that doesn't sell you on it, what well, what you know we're buying comics. Do you know what I mean? You got you, you, yeah. you got to see what's going on. But the story itself, without giving too without giving anything away, you, read it, enjoy it, um get some popcorn, um maybe some. Some blasting eighty synth wave with a bit of sax and some, <laughs> some some guitar solos, and I think you're in for a good time. The only the only advice I would give to you, Nick, is I can understand maybe in in this world hedging your bets and doing it as a one shot, which you which you have. But sorry, my friend, I want more than one of this. So, <laughs> so I'm looking for. I, I can't wait to. Um, Stone Cop 2 let's get ready to rumble I don't know we're going to start the, um, for those about to rock I don't know yeah. some, there's got to be some sort of pun I'm am, I am here bad for idea, it yeah and also this character we, we've said about this um, a couple of times before um, about characters within the indie scene we've talked about like you know um, Merrick um, mm. and obviously yeah. the Red Mass from Mars had a certain element of that too as well individual sort of characters that are fun to draw I I mean I think I might have a stab at doing a, a, a cool little sketch of Stone yeah, Cop I'll himself. Because it, it, it's, it's yeah. just one of those, it's nice to see another cool indie character about that you can just stick a flag in. So, yeah, Stone Cop is my first one. Nice Dan, one.
1: Dan.
3: What's yours?
0: A
1: book I got sent along, sent as a gift from uh, Eamon Clark uh, from the Meg City podcast. Yeah. Uh, Hawk the Slayer. I got the first issue of this, and I was like, I'm going to get this when it comes out in trade, and didn't think anything more of it. I actually watched the film earlier this week, and it turned up yesterday, and I absolutely just blazed through it. I'm uh, interested written, in
0: this, Dan. Um, yeah. Before, before written you Written
1: by Ennis. Oh, artist, legend. Henry Flint. Cover artist Greg Staples does some fantastic work on the cover, and letters by Rob Steen. It's a direct continuation from the film. It's just... Okay. Just it com- goes follows completely on all the same, very similar locations, same characters. Uh, it's not afraid to kill some characters off. I was like, wow, okay, they're, they're gone. Uh, <laughs> it's the book starts off with a uh, introduction by Simon Pegg, and uh, I'm never going to know what that says because I'm never going to read it. So,
0: uh... I believe if I remember <laughs> correctly, um, did he voice something in one of the audio? Maybe, or is that something else? You might have done. Yeah.
1: I feel like kind of like he, he sold his ilk down the river, Simon Peg, and uh, yeah. I don't know if man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peg, you can give a man. Pegg, you burnt that bridge. You burnt that bridge, Pegg. <laughs> you burnt that bridge, son. Yeah, it it takes itself seriously, but it's also throughout winking at the reader, knowing exactly what this is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Garfinis yeah. has got that skill as a writer to sort of say, yeah, I'm writing this. You can read this absolutely straight, but there's elements in this when He realised he knows what he's writing, and there's characters that kind of like step out of the story just for a second to kind of like give the reader a look and then step back in. Uh, I do remember in the in the film there's a like an innkeeper. Well, here's
0: uh, here's something for you, Dan. I've never I've never seen *Hawk
1: Never seen *Hawk Slayer*.
0: So. So it's on YouTube. I, 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 I well, so I, I will probably watch it now, um, but I know it's a sort of it's a cult classic, etc. But it's essentially, are,
1: like a Dungeons and Dragons film. Yeah,
0: but there no are. No budget. I'm going to speak for a lot of people here. There's there's a lot of people who are probably like me haven't seen Hawk the Slayer. So, uh, okay, you, you have a certain amount of enjoyment for it. And continue because I, you know, yeah. this, this book sounds amazing. So, but then, the story like, what's it like for new yeah. what, for new people? Would would it is it accessible?
1: There's, yeah, totally. There's a kind of uh, a three or four page synopsis at the beginning, which essentially recounts the the story from the first film.
3: Hmm.
0: Hawk
1: he's a younger brother. Uh, his older brother is like a, a bit of a wrong one called Voltan. Kills their father trying to get hold of this elfin mind sword, which he, his dying father gives to Hawk. So essentially, when he wheels the sword into his hand, it 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 flies to him, comes to him, and where Voltown's like an absolute wrong and go around the land smashing stuff up, Hawk's the opposite, going around sort of uh, doing good. But he, he's a bit of a hard bastard as well, Hawk. <clears throat> so uh, it's the clash with the two brothers, and the there's an innkeeper in it who's played by uh, Roy Kinnear, uh fabulous char- English character actor and mm. he muses in the book it's like well their dad called him Hawk and Voltan obviously that was going to go wrong it's like yeah <laughs> who called their kid Hawk <laughs> the older brother Voltan and in the film like uh, Jack Lance plays Voltan the older brother and he's sort of at the beginning of the film he's confronting the father and it's like mate you're fucking older than your dad <laughs> It's got to be older. The actor's got to be old. Jack. Plans has got to be the actor older than the actor Plan his dad. But yeah, whatever. And he's he's sort of like he gets burnt in the face, and for the rest of the film, he's kind of like got a Darth Vader esque mask covering half his face. Uh There's some really yeah some really lovely uh, moments throughout. The art's really nice, really fitting because of you got characters like I can't remember the name of the lead actor who plays Hawk. He was like an American actor, and he was over here briefly uh i think it's john terry he's called not the footballer. it is,
0: it is indeed john terry i'm just looking at the youtube page terry. now
1: and uh he appears as felix lighter in one of the bonds and it's completely nightly forgettable in the role he was also uh
0: taken out by uh jack Nicholson in batman 89 really no no that's jack palance
1: jack palance oh of course jack palance yeah, yeah uh yeah. So yeah, he's kind of uh, in this. They, he, they don't focus on the Lycuses, like hundred percent, but like yeah, I get it. I know exactly what you're talking about there. That's that's the character, and uh, I, I honestly think it's an absolute rick roaring read. It's really fun, lots of carnage, swordplay, humour. Uh, it's written by Garth Ennis. So what you're gonna, what are you gonna yeah, do? It's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, that that's that's one of those ones where that is what hooks me about it.
1: Mm. it's um, totally written in the spirit of the original and yeah, uh, yeah if you've not seen the original go watch it on youtube it's hilarious they they use like special effects like with silly string and glowing balls to represent magic and all this all the fighting's like sped up a hundred times because they didn't have time to do any of the planning for the fighting so it's it's ridiculous but there's a character uh, the the elf and bowman and he's got a funny way of speaking and they, they do that and this they they replicate it so uh, it, it's very well observed uh, I've, yeah go check it out, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it
0: nice, nice okay, uh, final one um, for this week is a book that um, I think has been mentioned a couple of times I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, someone's recommended it I think, uh, I think Tom Curry might have recommended it in the okay. past actually so it's one that was on my periphery um, they just happen to um, turn up on uh, comics, my comicology sort of list or um, just in general. You know, when you see a link, and think, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, give that a go. Um, this is Eight Billion Genies. Have you heard of it? That rings a of? bell. Yeah.
2: yeah, that rings a bell.
0: Um, this is by Charles Saul and Ryan Brown. Uh, the guys behind the the series Curse Words which we talked about years and years ago when that that
1: first came out I never all the time I mean, when you and Tony say we talked about this I was like man I can't remember I've No so it,
0: I, I remember Curse Words because I think I I recommended issue 1 back in the day I didn't okay. finish I didn't finish that series not for any reason that I just not enough time in the day and yeah. stuff
1: Sometimes these um, things happen and you just yeah. by the way.
0: And of course this time has passed on this book um there are deluxe editions and, obviously, collections, etc. Um, but issue one was, like, 150. On, and I just thought, do you know what? I want to read something new. But the, some of the newer titles just weren't really grabbing mm. me so much. Yeah. Um, so I thought... I I'd really missed that
1: Comixology New yeah, Comics Day. Yeah, and you can go yeah, through and look at yeah. all the stuff.
0: Um, I did i did discover another book but i'm only i'm doing two this week so i'm not yeah but um so yeah it makes it a little bit difficult to sometimes discover those gems especially the way yeah. it's all mixed up and ordered it's just yeah it's not a pleasant browsing experience but no, um, I just don't browse it. yeah <laughs> um but i i do i wanted to and I, this one came came about and i i read issue one pretty quickly and I have bought um the next few issues. Um to hey, there you go. the next um there it's an eight issue series. Um and I haven't bought them all yet, but I probably will by the end of this month. You can see that happening. Yeah, I can see that happening. So uh yeah, this is written by Charles Saul, art colours design and cover by Ryan Brown, um letters by Chris Crank, colours assists by Kevin Nipstein, production design by Erica Schnatz. Um, I believe it was an image book. I think it was an image. Yes, it was image. And what this is, um, for those who don't know, once again, it's called Eight Billion Genies. Clues in the title, really. If you had, <laughs> if you had one wish, what would you wish for? Now, what if everyone else had one wish too? That's Eight Billion Genies. <laughs> At exactly the same moment, everyone on Earth gets a genie and one wish. All hell breaks loose in a very entertaining way, and that's just the beginning. Buckle in for the wildest ride of the year. I I had, I had, knew what the concept was. I didn't read that. That's the written synopsis that you, you'll find yeah. online. Um, and it's one of those beautiful... I mean, first off, fucking love this book. <laughs> I can see why a lot of people <laughs> did like it and got yeah. a kick out of it. Um, it's, an, it's another one of those classic... Um, it's an epic tale told, as I was reading this first issue, and it'll put the story will no doubt get bigger in some kind of way, possibly, um, but the first issue very much felt like it was almost an, an indie, one of those great sort of indie, quirky indie fantasy horror uh, mystery where everyone's in one place. Yes. Um, yeah. Because the concept's there. everyone, Everyone in the world gets a wish um there's something within the first issue that i think's interesting because while other characters are uh, sort of uh interacting you're getting to know some of the characters almost in the, in, the, in that classic story um i'm gonna go back to horror again because i'm just in that halloween kind of mood you know when a horror story starts and you get to know the cast a little bit little pockets of yeah. information yeah and there's all these people in this uh, bar called the lamp wick um a, a different, a colourful cast of characters. There's a band who are going to be playing there that night. So they're, so they're setting up their gear. There's a, there's a kid whose dad is an alcoholic and asleep on the face down on the bar. There's hints to clearly some emotional stuff going on there. Um, there are sort of romantic angles, and and there's the the barman himself who. He hints at sort of saying, oh, I've been around for a while. I immediately, when I heard that, I thought, oh, God, is he magic? You (laughs) know, because my brain works like that. Um, But then, as this is going on, elsewhere in the world, um, I think, I believe it's in in France, a woman is giving birth. And the genies appear shortly after this baby arrives. Now, there's no, (laughs) for all of you people out there, who have read this, you're probably sort of going, you're either nodding or you're you're smiling or you're going, no, it's got nothing to do with the Vince, you're a maniac. Um, it, was, it was one of those, that scene is only in that first issue at that specific time, and nothing else, it doesn't, there's nothing really like that in the rest of the issue, really. Um, because, and the genies themselves are these little there's just this little glowing these little characters that are they almost look like little cartoon figures that you find on an interface of a video game or someone oh, okay. that, a, a tutorial character and they turn up and they they've got a smiley face and they're like hello i'm your genie you you get you get one wish and that's it when uh, after that i'm i'm gone but you can get have whatever you want um and you can imagine <laughs> you can imagine the world turns upside down this is just in the first issue as well, that immediately starts because it, it's one of those classic synopsis that's sort of like that's a genius idea because it's simple and yet it it invites absolute fucking chaos. Because anyone that knows anything <laughs> about genies or or gin or things like that, you wish for things and it may not, yeah, you may not turn be, out I the way <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, it hasn't really touched on that too much in, in this one, but um. A character does something very very interesting to begin with because um and this is just in the first issue folks so you know follow it along with say like you, really can, yeah. you can wish
1: yeah. for like a massive <laughs> cock and then you look outside your house and there's a massive bird moving <laughs> around <laughs> cars yeah,
0: yeah. Fuck. yep um <laughs> yeah, not, maybe uh we've got dan's wish yeah? um
1: but there's That's my reality, mate. I don't need to appreciate that. <laughs> there it is. There hey. it is. Hey. <laughs>
0: um, but the the bartender of this bar, as soon as he hears this, um, he sort of um, immediately scratches his chin and he, he thinks, "Is really thoughtful." Ryan Brown's art's brilliant for this as well because all the characters have their own individual look and you know exactly where they are. And the barman just looks at his genie and says, "I, um, I wish that." no wish that is made outside of this bar affects anyone who is in it now <laughs> and so it, i mean i've worded it terribly but it is that kind of I he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah he created a protective bubble
1: over so if that. someone wished him ill they'd, they'd be fine but then again the, if someone wished him well they would be unaffected too
0: it, it immediately brings up an interesting and that's one of the reasons i love this story um I wonder if someone would actually be that altruistic. Well, there are two people from the band who just happen to be outside when this is happening. Uh, One of them asks uh, the other out on a date. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you liked me like that. As soon as this genie moment happens, while they're outside the bar, she immediately says, oh, I wish that um, Brad loved me. I've got the name wrong, but I wish that Brad loved me, which is their bandmate um i wish he he always had feelings for me uh, he had romantic feelings for me right in front of the guy that just essentially confessed i like you right and he ter- and, okay. and and she sort of realizes at the moment like oh sorry about that and he turns around and he goes i wish and you think he's going to wish against that or or something like that and he, he decides not yeah. to so he's still got his in his pocket so she runs into the bar and says, oh, Brad, is there something you want to say to me? It's like, what are you talking about? Because what she wished for didn't happen because yes. he's in <laughs> the bar. So it, <laughs> it immediately, and because it, it, it all comes out, you've got that wonderful emotional tension there yeah. that tells you like, there's epic stuff going on, but some of the character work is going to be just the absolute mm, oh, fantastic the, sounds the, great yeah the salt and pepper plus you have um one character the the dad wakes up and he goes to leave the bar and the bar bartender says don't don't do it and he opens the door and outside the city is carnage there's someone in like an exo loader sort of thing there's a T-Rex eating <laughs> someone there is like someone who's a giant st- stomping through the city across the world it it's all kicking off Um, and I I can't wait to see it it
1: it, it does go to bedlam and
0: the one reason I I think this is almost a post apocalyptic tale because the way the book works as well it gives you a splash page of the earth and it says population of the earth 8 billion right? and then later on when the genies happens it says population of earth 8 billion genies 8 billion then later on that number goes down (laughs) and one yeah. and also one of the pictures of the earth is the earth is a cube so fuck no what's what someone wished for <laughs> <laughs> so watching that whole it's almost like the end of hum- like society or how that's going to happen yeah. it's, uh, you know it's a great idea uh, first issue is brilliantly executed um there is a it's not a grim End of the world kind of thing. I don't know if it'll even be the end of the world, Um, but I look forward. I've I've got the next three issues that I'm going to read as soon as, probably as soon as we finish recording this, Um, because it's that element of mystery that I love as well. So like, where's this going? going? So eight billion genies. Uh, Thank you to whoever has recommended it or mentioned it in the past. Um, It's stuck in my head. And now I see what you're all talking about. So thank you, everyone. I just want to shout out to anyone who said it to me. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and there you go. There, that is just a small song of comics for um, you to check out in the, in the weekend. If you like that, Dan? I that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now that you've made that wish, my word. Uh, <laughs> but um, we we will be back all together yes. next week for an exciting nice show. I'm not going to say too much about it yet. Um, planning, scheduling,
1: all of I've that. I've got some notes for you to to give you after the show, Vince. So hang around for that.
0: Nice, nice. You won't hear any of that, everyone. No, 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 no. no, no. no you, you don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you. None of you are aware of the the vast multi-million-dollar production that goes into this show every week. The team, the team, the team that we have working for us, who uh, and a shout out for the team. Don't you think, Dan. I think it's about time that after all these episodes, we're just, just all of them. Dharma, Greg, um, uh, Rachel, <laughs> Ross, uh, <laughs> the best boy. You, that yeah, yeah. The gaffer. <laughs> There's always a gaffer, um, but you're all legends. The grips. We can't do anything <laughs> without grips seriously i will not be able to pick up a cup uh
1: <laughs> but yeah
0: we'll be back next week we'll be back next With, uh, week so um and we tony might would, put a few like, hints
1: like, we got so you might be able to speak to tony on this thursday to come on to the drink and draw hopefully yeah uh, some other people who've to the cons friday sorry we'll be there to uh speak we might hear a little bit more how tony got on on the last day of mm. the comic-con uh, on the next show yes
0: Yes, so look forward to that, folks. Um, If there's anything about this week's episode you want to further discuss, or maybe you want, you've got a book or an event or something you'd like us to shout out on this show, perhaps you're about to launch a Kickstarter or something, we have that little shout out section for it. Send it in, Um, much like charity work Charity Drives we're very eager to shout out about that several different ways you can get in touch with us you can email us awesomecommentspod at com. follow us on social media at the awesome pod whatever the social media happens to be at the time when you listen to this um, we'll be retweeting some good stuff and talking you know shouting about the show get in touch with us there and also on the awesome comics podcast Slack group Slack is basically um, it's just like a messaging app I know there's lots of different things out there but Slack's the one yeah. we use and uh, there's a wonderful community. It's sort of you can you can join. We'll just uh, we'll vet you, sign you up, and there's just a wonderful community of people who are just there to talk about it. comics, comic subjects, comics history, films, art, memes, films, memes. There's feedback, and it's not all in one those. list as well. There's we've set up different channels for it. So if you want to talk about some process things, if you're having a question, drop drop it in one of those chats, and someone will get involved. And they're always really helpful. We are we are we are fans of that community ourselves.
1: Yeah. We pride ourselves in trying to help people out and, and yeah. get the best they can out of their work. Yeah. And
0: the community also does that as well. So yeah, so join that and thank you for listening to us, whether it was on the website awesomecomments.podbean.com dot com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, um just leave a review. Say something nice about the show. Helps the algorithm mm-hmm. and stuff and uh, we know quite a few people listen on Apple so if you did thank you very very much we really really appreciate it we other networks like Spotify Amazon Stitcher Podnose Podknife what other networks are we on Dan?
1: Uh, odd Watch for Me in the Night what? <laughs> what? That's, the li- that's a line out of Hawk the Slayer oh nice nice see there's
0: further evidence that I haven't seen it so I'm going to read I'm going to read 8 Billion Genies and then I'm going to watch The Hawk the Slayer on YouTube that's going to be the rest of my evening yes uh, um, <laughs> and uh, where can people find us online etc well you can find Tony at
1: com. he's been blogging about his experiences so go check that out read what he's been up to he's been blogging everywhere all over the mm.
0: walls all over the ceiling <laughs>
1: Don't use the UV light in the
0: uh, Hello. hotel. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, a paint bomb went off. Um, <laughs> now, Dan, where can people find you?
1: You can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com and you can buy my comics at uh, BZComics.BigCartel.com. Uh,
0: nice. And you can uh, find me on social media at Jester Diablo. Um Stay tuned, as always. Join us next week. We've got we've got plenty more um, fun in the works. Um, some process Some very exciting guests coming up, and Mm. uh, and also we'll probably do an update on the the little quiz, the little um the prize draw.
1: Yes, the viz.
0: Yeah, the viz one. Um, so wherever you are in the world, we hope you're happy, healthy, doing okay. Because um, we have a laugh, but we truly appreciate every single person that listens to this show. You're all you're all awesome yourself. And uh, any new listeners, well, just stay tuned because it's only going to get crazier from here. (laughs) (laughs) and uh from dan tony may be a different time zone but he's always in our hearts
1: yes indeed
0: and myself have a brilliant week read loads of comics keep making fantastic comics And when you've made those fantastic comics let us know about them so we can share about them Mm. and uh, until you hear our voices again i guess dan what what should they do stay awesome Couldn't say it fairer myself. See ya. See ya later.